Ladies and gentlemen, no fancy introduction today. No Chippy the Chipmunk. No cheers. Just a sobering message episode about the terrorist attacks in Israel. Please stay tuned. Muslims all over the world are celebrating. Yes, they've been celebrating for the last, oh, what, two, three days now? They've been celebrating. Muslims in New York, Philadelphia, Indianapolis, uh, all over Australia, the Gaza Strip, Great Britain, and Europe. All of these Muslims in, their, in these communities are celebrating. Now, what are they celebrating? A, a holiday? No. Some great event? Well, no. Something spectacular and worth celebrating? No. What are the, all these Muslim communities celebrating right now? They're celebrating the fact that there are terrorists in Israel murdering innocent women and children, walking the streets, kicking in doors, murdering entire families. Muslims are celebrating this. Now, before I go on with the rest of this episode, I do not want to make anybody think that every Muslim in the world is celebrating the murder of the innocent. But since this war and this attack on Israel and this war in Israel brought brought on Israel by Hamas, a terrorist organization funded by, supported by, and even trained by Iran, funded ultimately by the United States of America because of what President Joe Biden just gave Iran, and Iran now is funding this terrorist organization that's murdering Jews, our allies, our only ally, strong ally in the Middle East. I'm not claiming that every Muslim in the world is celebrating this cowardly act by these terrorists. But ladies and gentlemen, enough Muslims are celebrating that it's really captured, it has captured my attention for a long time, but it should capture the attention of the entire world. That if this was any other religious group, any other religious group, if this was the Catholics, if this was the Protestant Christians, if this was Hindus, if this was Buddhists, the world would condemn that entire religious group. And what's so sad about this is since this war began, I believe it was Saturday and now it's Monday, three days into this, three days that we've had to endure this and watch this and hear about this, three days of murder in the streets and in homes of Israel, three days of this. I personally, just me, have only heard or saw one Muslim come out against these attacks. Just one. Now, I'm not saying there isn't more. Please don't misunderstand me, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I'm not trying to say that every Muslim is for this or is celebrating, but I'm just curious why there aren't more Muslims coming out and condemning the act of these terrorists, this terrorist group called Hamas. Why aren't they condemning Hamas? Why aren't the Muslims condemning Iran? Why aren't the Muslims condemning this murder? I'm just curious, ladies and gentlemen. But enough of that for just a moment. The terrorists, the terrorists themselves, Hamas and other terrorists like them, Hezbollah, ISIS, Taliban, all of these terrorist organizations and groups, and the countries, the uh, government officials, the people that uh, support, train, and even give resources to, all of them. These are the worst type of cowards I think this earth has ever seen. These are the worst cowards on the face of the planet right now. To indiscriminately kick in doors, march into people's homes, and kill the men, the women, and the children. Can you imagine the cowardice 
of an individual that can just indiscriminately kill babies, murder children, let alone the men and the women trying to protect those children. In Israel right now, entire families have been murdered by these cowards. And when I look at the news and I see so many communities, Muslim communities all over the world, celebrating this kind of wickedness, I can't help but think, not only are the terrorists who are murdering children, the absolute coward snake worms that they are, but every community and every individual in those communities celebrating this kind of wickedness are just as cowardly, just as evil, just as wicked as the ones pulling the trigger, destroying and murdering children in Israel. I want to touch upon some things. I want to read some articles again from Daily Wire. (sighs) By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is Monday, October 9th. It's almost 5 p.m. I was out today. This is typically my day off. My wife and I just went into, uh, well, we took a little drive into a little mountain community not too far from us just to get away. I was sitting in a coffee shop, just relaxing, chilling out, flipping through the news on my phone. I had forgot to bring my bag that has my microphones and my tablet and everything in it because I thought, well, if we have some downtime, maybe I'll do a podcast when I'm out. I totally forgot to bring my bag. So I just had my phone and I could have done it just on my phone, recorded it on my phone and then edited it later, but just the quality isn't as good. So that's why I waited till I got home and I'm. it's supposed to be my day off, supposed to be the day I chill out, supposed to be the day I relax and just unwind. And here I am just chomping at the bit in utter frustration and anger and, and, and broken heart, have a broken heart as I'm looking at these images and reading these articles and watching these video clips of what's going on and what has been going on in Israel that I couldn't wait to get back, get in front of this mic, not just to vent for myself, but to help bring everyone else up to speed, at least on some level. And, uh, and I'm sure you've been reading, uh, listening to the news and reading the articles and everything. Please do. But um, thank you for tuning in because you get to hear me rant about all of this nonsense. Again, this article is from the Daily Wire, and it's it's entitled Shapiro, so I'm assuming Ben Shapiro. Shapiro, the worst day for Jews since the Holocaust. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you know anything about the Holocaust, you may find this title, you know, hard to swallow in that sense. Yeah, it's bad, but is it as bad as the Holocaust? Yes, it is. At least, maybe not the Holocaust throughout the entire World War II, but any given day, on any given day, this is in in many regards worse than the Holocaust. The subtitle is, These are terrorists who have no actual military agenda. Their only, their only agenda is to murder as many Jews as possible. This was published, again, in Daily Wire, or on Daily Wire, their website, by Tim Pierce, October 9th, that was today, 2023. The picture here is, a, it looks to me like a kind of a casket or a memorial at least. It's covered with flowers, reefs of flowers, and some banners in Hebrew, some small um, Israeli flags, and some people huddled around it and over, over this, uh, what I believe to be a memorial, weeping and crying, very emotional scene. The article says, Daily Wire editor Emeritus, Emeritus? I always find that word difficult to say. Emeritus, Emeritus. Daily Wire editor Emeritus Ben Shapiro said on his show Monday that over the weekend, the world witnessed the worst day for Jews since the Holocaust, conducted by a group whose sole purpose 
is to is the destruction of the Jewish people. Uh, let me just stop right there for just a moment, give a little bit of comment on it. These terrorists, in their, I don't know, twisted minds, their cowardly twisted mind, they may have some type of political or, or uh, military agenda, okay, in their twisted little minds, but it doesn't come out. They just are murderers. They're cowardly murderers, okay? These are terrorists that will, like I said, kill women and children and people, civilians, the elderly, in unprovoked attacks. They, they are not strong enough. They don't have the courage to square off with an actual military, but they have to do it secretly in this way. They have to sneak in. They have to kick down doors, jump in and start shooting randomly at anybody or anything that moves, killing children, killing babies, killing women. These are absolute, complete cowards with no real military agenda and really no political agenda other than to cause and create havoc, to murder. And they, they in some sick, perverted, twisted sense, enjoy this and think that they're doing their God, not the one true God, but their God, some service in murdering the innocent. Let me go on. Shapiro goes on to say, understand this is the worst disaster for the Jews since the Holocaust. He said it is worse than the 1973 Yom Kippur War that was a military operation designed to at eviscerating Israel, but at least it was a territorial military attempting to take on another territorial military. These are terrorists who have no actual military agenda. Their only agenda is to murder as many Jews as possible because anti-Zionism and anti-Semitism, because the destruction of the state of Israel is coincident with the murder as many Jews as possible with more Jewish blood spilled. The best-selling author and podcast host warned his viewers at the start of the show that he was going to sear into their memories graphic uncensored images of the atrocity committed by the Iran-backed Palestinian terrorist group Hamas, underscoring that it is necessary to look evil in the face if we are to confront it fully. So, I'm assuming, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't see the video, his video show, or the show on video. I'm just reading this article. So, from what I understand, Ben Shapiro showed video clips and images coming out of Israel of the murder, the uh, uh, what really, what's really going on. The destruction, the murder, the vileness, the wickedness of Hamas, this terrorist group, and what they're doing to the Jewish people there in Israel with their murder, their destruction. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't help but say this. I can't have to say it again. These are cowards. Absolute cowards. Absolute cowards. <sighs> Anyways, let me let me um go on. Ben Shapiro goes on to say, or is quoted as saying, today I'm going to let evil show you its face. Do not turn away. Look, said Shapiro. This weekend, this was the worst day for Jews since the Holocaust. Do not turn away. Look. Look it in the face. Shocking images and video footage shows Hamas terrorists torturing the living. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. This is what's going on. I have some, uh, I know some people, <coughs> excuse me, that live in Israel. And I did my best to contact them to let them know that I'm praying for them. Hey, are you guys okay? I'm praying for you. Many of them have, have been able to um, get messages back to me 
about what's going on. So when I read this, this is not just somebody here in the United States, you know, making something up. This is really happening. And the people that I know that are there on the ground have attested to this. They told me this yesterday. So when I read this article, I already knew this, but it's being confirmed and reaffirmed, not just by people on the ground, but by videos and images and pictures and such that is coming out of Israel. These are cowards, ladies and gentlemen, cowards. Anyways, shocking images, back to the article, shocking images and video footage show Hamas terrorists torturing the living and mutilating the dead. This is how sick and perverted these Muslim terrorists are. They will torture innocent civilians, torture them for no reason, and mutilate the dead, those who have already passed on. Maybe they tortured them to death. Maybe they just shot them. Now they're mutilating the bodies. The graphic footage shows families, couples, the elderly, and children indiscriminately murdered by militants, while some are led away as terrified captives. Dozens of women and children are believed to be held by Hamas in Gaza. And some of those, and there's also some elderly that have been taken, women, children rounded up and taken as captives. All of it, said Shapiro, is the wages of decades of accommodation towards anti-Semites and terrorists, enabled by arguments of moral equivalence. This is what moral equivalence brings, said Shapiro, the rape of women, the kidnapping of children, the murder of hundreds of innocents, including four families. Look for decades, we've been told that if you look evil in his face, that was somehow unsophisticated. Let's pretend the evil way was an act of intellectual virtue, that to cater to evil, to concede to evil, was the pathway towards a better, more peaceful world. It was a damned lie. Please excuse my language, ladies and gentlemen. I don't normally speak this way. I'm just reading this article. But you need to hear this because, and I'm using this word in a correct sense, it is a damned lie. Or let me put it a more spiritual way for those of you with some softer sensibilities. It is a lie worth damnation. Shapiro refuted claims by anti-Israel activists about the supposed Jewish suppression of the Gaza Strip. The Strip, which contains about 2 million Palestinian Arabs, has been under the complete and utter control of Hamas since 2007. And that's true, ladies and gentlemen. Shapiro pointed out, Israel has no presence in the Gaza Strip. It does not control what goes on inside the Gaza Strip. It doesn't allow weapons to flow inside the Gaza Strip, but it has been providing free electricity and water to the Gaza Strip for literally decades. So ladies and gentlemen, I can attest to this. I've been to Israel several times and the the Israelis, the Jewish people who are hated by those in the Gaza Strip, for the most part, leave them alone inside the Gaza Strip, but they do provide free electricity to them and free water. And often when really needed, They provide free medical care. There is a hospital in Israel, one of the greatest hospitals on the face of the planet. And what this hospital does is even when terrorists come in to Israel in an attempt to murder people, if those terrorists are, say, shot or wounded or whatever, they will take them to this Israeli-run hospital and give them some of the best care this planet has to offer. And of course, free of charge. And they do this in an attempt to just show love to these people in the hope 
that they will say, wait, these Jews aren't that bad. Why are we killing them? And it hasn't worked, ladies and gentlemen. So this idea that Israel has been um, occupying Gaza and and squashing them or keeping them in economic ruin is not true at all. It's their own people doing that, ladies and gentlemen. And what sickens me, it sickens me, is these ignorant people in the West, in Europe and other places, believe the lie, never been there, never seen it, but because some college professor said it or some Muslim in some Muslim country on Al Jazeera said it, they suddenly believe it as as if it's truth, never being there to see it for themselves. Israel provides so much humanitarian aid to the Gaza Strip, the very people that are now walking the streets and murdering Jews. This is, I mean, that's why I say these people, these Muslim terrorists are some of the most ungodly, evil, wicked, perverted twisted, murderous cowards the world has ever seen. Killing the very people, murdering them indiscriminately with such vile hatred. The very people that are protecting them, keeping them safe, giving them electricity and water, the very needs, the things that they need to survive and make it. And who's the one causing all the problems? The leaders of the Gaza Strip. Let me go on before I get too angry at this, ladies and gentlemen. Shapiro then went on to detail the coordinated attack on Israel by the Palestinian militants and their deliberate targeting of civilians. At 6.35 a.m., the militants began firing as part of a distraction technique, he said. It's a highly sophisticated operation planned and greenlit, apparently, by the Iranian government. The Iranian government, on a geopolitical level, is terrified that Israel is about to make peace with Saudi Arabia and that peace is going to break out across the region, providing a regional counterbalance to the worst terrorist state in modern history, the Iranian terror state, which has spread its tentacles across of evil, I'm sorry, spread its tentacles of evil across Iraq, into Syria, across Lebanon, into Yemen, into the Gaza Strip. At about 7.40 a.m., the Hamas terrorists began blowing up parts of the border fence, he continued. This border fence was supposed to be technologically sophisticated with the so-called touch fence, which means that if there was a ladder that was stacked on the fence, then they would go off and it would be alerted. But apparently there was a simultaneous attack, a cyber attack on the border fence, which meant that it was not functioning properly. Apparently about 80 places in the wall were breached. They rushed through. The Hamas terrorists then targeted Jewish military bases before going on murderous rampages in civilian areas. They proceeded to blow up and murder a bunch of Jews in these IDF bases, and then they proceeded into Israeli border towns, and then they went house to house, murdering people in their homes, kidnapping children, raping and kidnapping women, murdering them house to house, said Shapiro. These people are shooting women. They're shooting babies. This is what they do. So although it sounds, at least the way Ben Shapiro reports it, that they started in the IDF, that's the Israeli Defense Forces military bases, it didn't end there. They quickly went into the border towns, into the towns where civilians, innocent civilians are, where women are, where children are, where schools are, where hospitals are, ladies and gentlemen, and indiscriminately started murdering people 
including entire families kicking in their doors, walking in, shooting babies. That's what these cowards do. That's what these cowards do. And what blows my mind, Lord, ladies and gentlemen, what blows my mind, absolutely, um, it, it, I am shocked every time I hear this, when someone, whether it be just some college-age kid or some governmental official, either here in the United States or anywhere in the world, for that matter, supports the Palestinians over the Jews, it disgusts me. It absolutely disgusts me. Because let me tell you, just from my vantage point, a lot of people say, well, who, who are you? You don't know. I know enough. I've been into Israel. There are some places in Israel that when we were there that I wanted to go into because of their biblical um, meaning and such, but they're controlled by Muslims. And we were told, and, and there's even signs and there's barbed wire and there's gates and there's fences put up by these Muslims in these territories, in these regions that we could not go whatsoever because they, the Muslims, wouldn't let. And we say, well, what if we just went in anyways? I'm saying, what if we just go in? I'm a little adventurous, ladies and gentlemen. What if we just went in anyway? You don't understand. People try that and they never come out. They disappear. We were taking a little, um, like a dune buggy ride near, near the border, all right, near the border. And one of the places that we went to and visited on this little dune buggy ride slash tour was a bombed out building. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it was a bombed out building. Why was it bombed out? Because of the Muslims on the other side of the fence. So they just closed it down and moved a little bit in where those rockets and those bombs couldn't get to them. There was another time that I was in Israel. And these are real world things, uh, people that I have experienced myself. We were in a northern town up near the border. We were about mm, roughly two miles from the border. And we were up on this tall hill where I can look down and see the actual border fence. And we heard some explosions, right? And I'm looking down. So there was something just on the other side of that fence, a building, that rockets were hitting. And I'm standing there watching this. We're a mile and a half, maybe two miles at the most from it. But we we were high enough that we could still see what was happening. And it was being bombed. So I'm now, see, I'm from America. We don't see those types of things all the time. We see them on the news, other places, but we don't see it firsthand. So I'm saying, hey, um, <clears throat> to my host, um, look at this going on down here. Shouldn't we be getting out of here? Oh, no, this is normal. So I just, I said in my mind, okay, these guys live this all the time. I'm not going to run until they run. If they start running, they know s- trouble is coming near. I'm getting out of here. So we just kind of sat up there and we chatted on the top of this building, looking down. We're chatting about, we weren't even talking about that. I'm looking over the guy's shoulder watching this building being bombed and we were just chatting about i don't even remember what we were chatting but had nothing to do about that then we went down into uh somebody's home and had a meal so i i've seen not nearly what's going on right now there but i've seen some of these things firsthand there's been times where we've been in in jerusalem near old jerusalem or in old jerusalem where some muslim terrorist um comes in there with a knife and start stabbing people indiscriminately, you know, and we're there and we hear wind of it. Uh, okay, guys, be careful. Somebody was just stabbed over here by a terrorist that snuck in with a knife. So this is happening all the time. But what we're seeing right now, ladies and gentlemen, is even worse. I mean, <laughs> much, much worse. Not that any of it's good, but this is much worse. And there's still people that will go, well, you know, those poor Palestinians, those poor Palestinians, give me a break. I'm not going to say every Palestinian, 
Of course not. But there's enough Palestinians that are murderous thugs. There's enough Palestinians that are murderous terrorists that the world needs to stop caving in to that cowardice and start standing up for righteousness. And then maybe we could put an end to this. Maybe, just maybe, we could put an end to this. There's some other things that I want to read to you. How about this one? Another article from Daily Wire says, IDF, that's the Israeli Defense Force, recaptures kibbutz, finds over 100 dead bodies massacred by Hamas. Now, a kibbutz is kind of like a community, a community where people lived. So they come into this small community um, where these people live. And I believe this particular kibbutz they're talking about was somewhere upwards of about 1,200 people lived in this small, tight-knit community. And they find when they recapture this kibbutz that the Hamas had control of for a little while, they found over 100 dead bodies massacred by Hamas. This article is by Hank Berrien. And again, it was published today, October 9th, 2023. It says, at kibbutz, Be'eri, an enclave of South Israel, the defense, Israeli Defense Force recaptured the area on Monday only to find the bodies of more than 100 Jews butchered by Hamas. Now there's some little clips here of some tweets on X, which used to be Twitter. The first one is Avi Meir says, Dear God, more than 100 bodies have been found on Kibbutz Be'eri in southern Israel following Saturday's Hamas terrorist invasion. <clears throat> The next one is from Hananya Naftali. More than 100 bodies of Jews were found at the kibbutz Ba'eri. Hamas massacred them. Here's another one from a group called Israel War Room. Breaking. Israel's search and rescue volunteers have found an additional 100 bodies at the Ba'eri kibbutz after it was liberated by the IDF. Yet another one from Aviva Klampas. Scenes that stop the heart. Heavily armed Hamas terrorists are going door to door in kibbutz Ba'eri looking for Israelis. And there's a little video that goes along with this, which I wish I could show. But of course, on a podcast, I can't do that. Yet another uh, tweet on X from Jed the Zionist. It says Hamas fighters looting, looting dead bodies. Now listen to this. It's, it's enough that they kill them, but now they're looting the dead. Hamas fighters looting dead bodies, vehicles at Kibbutz Be'eri, the site of the worst Hamas assault so far. The footage below is delivered to us from the Kibbutz security cameras via South First Responders. The article says the Hamas terrorists fired rocket-propelled grenades, RPGs, into homes in order to force their inhabitants out and then shot them. Entire families, one after the other. Jerusalem Post editor-in-chief Avi Mayer reported. Avi Mayer, another tweet, says, I've just read an account of Saturday's events at Kibbutz Ba'eri in southern Israel. The Hamas terrorists fired rocket-propelled grenades, RPGs, into homes in order to force the inhabitants out and then shot them, entire families, one after the other. There are no words. The article goes on to say, Haim Jelen, a survivor of the massacre who had served as head of the Eshkol Regional Council, told Israeli Army Radio on Sunday they shot indiscriminately, abducted whoever they could, burned down people's homes so that they'd have to escape through the window where the terrorists would wait. Kibbutz Bari was established in October 1946 in the Negev. It started with a population of roughly 150 people who were devoted to reclaiming the land from the desert and planting trees. 
By 2023, it had roughly 1,200 people living there. In 20, or I'm sorry, 2008, one of the residents of the kibbutz, which is located within a few miles of Gaza and was repeatedly the scene of rocket attacks, said, we don't watch the news with the children, even though they live it live. We don't want to scare them. She said her daughter played a game called Color Red, the warning of rocket attack. One called out Color Red and the other screamed, Mommy, and then they threw rocks. They, they then claimed or calmed each other down, saying there was an attack, she said. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time reading this, ladies and gentlemen, because my mind is just reeling, and I am so heartbroken over the thought of this, um, because as I've said, I've been to Israel several times, and I've made friends there, and I love the people there. It's hard for me to imagine. It's really, truly hard for me to imagine what's going on there. But this kibbutz um, near the Gaza Strip, they're just used to rocket attacks. That's how wicked and evil these people are. And what is this kibbutz dedicated to? Let, let, me, let me tell you the threat that this, the people of this kibbutz are to um, the people in the Gaza Strip and these Muslims there in Palestine. Let me tell you the threat. Okay, let me tell you. They are so threatened because here all of these 1,200 people that live in that area are devoted, ladies and gentlemen, they're devoted to planting trees. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they are devoted to planting trees. So when it says here, reclaiming the land from the desert and planting trees, they are dedicated to basically reshaping the land from just arid, useless desert to something that's vibrant with life by planting trees. Um, I don't know since when is planting trees such a threat to another group's existence that doesn't even live directly in the area where these trees are being planted. This is unconscionable, ladies and gentlemen, unconscionable. So these people that dedicate themselves to planting trees in the hopes of turning dry, arid desert into something a little bit more vibrant and life-giving. They pose such a horrible threat in the mind of these Muslim terrorists that, well, now over a hundred of them are dead, destroyed, murdered by these cowards who are threatened by tree planters. This is, if if anybody, I, I, I don't even know what I would say or do if somebody tries to, in my presence, show any kind of support for these wicked, evil cowardly people. Say what you want about the Jews. Say what you want about Israel. But to support this cowardice and this wickedness over the Israeli people who are being murdered. And what is their huge threat, at least in this kibbutz? They're tree planters, ladies and gentlemen. Not soldiers, not IDF, not mercenaries. There was no bomb factory there that I know of. What were they doing? Planting trees. And for being in that part of Israel, That part of the desert, reclaiming the land by planting trees was so offensive that over a hundred of them got murdered by these cowards. I want to wrap this episode up with one more article. And this one, this one, well, I'm just going to have to read it to you so you can, I want you to feel this. I'm not a guy that's big on feelings, but this you need to feel. This you, ladies and gentlemen, you need to feel. This is again by Daily Wire. Um... And it's titled, Retired, now I'm going to butcher the name of the uh, of the, this, but Brand, Brandis, B-R-A-N-D-E-I-S, retired Brandis professor, was on phone with daughter when she was killed by Hamas gunfire. And this is by Ash Shaw, S-C-H-O-W. 
Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. And it, and it was again produced today, October 9th, 2023. It says that a recently retired Brandish professor said he was on the phone with his daughter in Israel the moment she was killed by Hamas gunfire. Uh, Leon Troen, an Israeli scholar and professor emerged <laughs> Here's that word again. Emeritus at Brandy's told CNN this morning on Monday that he was having a conversation with his daughter, Deborah Matthias, when terrorists forced their way into her home and killed her while she was shielding her 16-year-old son. Shlomi Matthias' husband and Troen's son-in-law was also killed during the attack. The terrorists came into their place, broke through the door, shot them, Troen told CBS News Boston. Matthias, Matthias's son managed to survive the attack and find a place to hide, Troen said. We were on the phone the entire day with our grandson, Rodham, as he, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, we were on the phone the entire day with our grandson, Rodham, as he lay first under her body. Then he found a place to escape under a blanket in a laundry. Troen told CNN later, clarifying that he was texting his grandson throughout the day. He was told not to speak, therefore he was to hide and use texting. Troen said by the time he was rescued, he had 4% left in his battery. The brunt of the shot was borne by his mother, Troen said, calling his daughter a child of light and life. My grandson has witnessed the murder of his mother by people who rehearsed what they are doing, he told CBS. Troen said his daughter decided to become a musician and attend the Berklee College of Music in Boston and the Rimon School of Music in Tel Aviv, where she met her husband. She, rather than becoming a scientist physician, she said to me one day, Dad, I have to do music because it is in my soul, Troen said. Troen is the Carl, Harry, and Helen Stroll Professor of Israel Studies Emeritus. He also is the founding director of Brandeis Schusterman Center in Israel Studies. He grew up in Massachusetts, attended Brandeis as an undergraduate, and received his master's and Ph.D., at the University of Chicago. Other reports of family tragedies have poured in since Hamas attacked Israel, which has killed at least 700 Israelis. Israeli activist Yosef Haddad reported on X that parents Ita and Hadar Berdachevsky were able to hide their 10-month-old twins in a shelter before the couple was gunned down by Hamas terrorists who entered their home. There's a picture of this couple that was just described here. And they're a young couple. And they had these two uh, 10-month-old twins. Thank God, still alive. But it says in this X uh, tweet that the babies were left alone for 14 hours crying until somebody could find them. Mother and father shot dead by Hamas terrorists. This article goes on to say, Naftali Bennett, Israel's former prime minister, reported that a family of five, including two six-year-old girls and a four-year-old boy, were also killed by terrorists over the weekend. And again, there's another picture of this. The entire family murdered in cold blood. Kadem family. Father Jonathan. Mother Tamar. Six-year-old girls. Shakar and Arbel. And a four-year-old boy, Omer. This also goes on to say, look at their happy faces. There's a picture of them. And it is a beautiful young family. Barely starting life together. And these children barely, barely, barely beginning their life. And tragically brought to an end. Look at their happy faces. Their love. All of them murdered by Palestinian terrorists at Niraz Kibbutz. No other reason but they're there. No other reason but they're Jewish. Murdered little children. Four-year-old little boy. Six-year-old daughters. Six-year-old girls. Murdered. Murdered. The parents of two 10-month-old twins. Murdered. Murdered. 
Why? Because of the cowardly act of these terrorists. Cowardly act of these Palestinian terrorists, Hamas. Cowards. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's got to wake up. Stop protecting. Stop protecting these Muslim terrorists. Stop protecting these Muslim terrorists. Stop supporting them. Stop giving them safe, safe haven. These Muslim terrorists need to be removed from our planet once and for all. They've had every chance, every chance given to them to turn around and stop their murderous ways. They've had every chance given to them by the international community and even the Israeli government and Israeli community. They've been given free things, even by the Israelis, free electricity, free water, places to stay. And how are they being repaid? By being murdered. By being murdered and gunned down the most innocent of them all, children, four years old, six years old, infants, babies, women being raped and murdered in front of their children, 16-year-old boys having to use their mother's dead body as a means to hide from the murderers. This is unconscionable and unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. We as, a, as the world community need to stop supporting, stop hiding, stop protecting these murderers. Justice needs to be served for the Jews in Israel and for the world. This is unconscionable. This is pure evil and wickedness on levels that our generation hasn't seen much, especially here in the United States. And we need to stand up against this. We need to fight against this. We need to say, once and for all, once and forever, I should say, enough is enough. I want to thank everybody that supports Israel. I want to thank everybody that supports the Jewish people and the Jewish state. My heartfelt appreciation to each and every one of you. It's time for us to pray. It's time to seek the face of God on behalf of our brothers and sisters, our allies, our friends there in Israel. May God bless you all.